0: Hey, welcome. This is These Amazing Places podcast, show number 153 for the week of March 28, 2011. Hey, everybody. This
1: is Doug. This week, we're going to be in Universal Studios. Uh, we're going to give you some info on Universal's land and sea partnership with Royal Caribbean, then pay a visit to a soon-to-be extinct attraction, Jimmy Neutron's Nicktoon Blast. So throw off your shoes and join us for some fun. Hey everybody this is doug i just wanted to let you know when it comes time to go on your next vacation don't get left behind all you have to do is call 740-975-3697 and speak to roy or go to our theseamazingplaces.com website and go to our book it page we would love to plan your next vacation so get a hold of us see ya Alright, so we're going to uh, discuss now a little bit about the uh, Universal Royal Caribbean Land and Sea Cruise Package and give you some information on something that I believe probably a lot of people don't even know exists. So, uh, anyway, I think even Adam didn't even know it existed and neither did I. We well, just kind of found some information
0: we, on it. Yeah, we did We did uh, talk about it on our cruise show where we spoke about it and that at that time is when we first found out about right. it, if you remember saying that. And Roy actually brought it up, I think. And then... We found out right in 2009 is when they did a, a press release and have tons of stuff on it, and it's still available and you can book it, and it's pretty cool. To so, check as we out. said, it, it
1: is a partnering between the two, between uh, Rural Caribbean and, uh, and uh, Universal. Uh, what's included in it is uh, the Rural Caribbean Cruise, of course, unlimited access to both Universal Parks, Universal Orlando Hotel Stay. Uh, that could actually be, well, we can go into that a little more, uh, but front-of-the-line access to theme park attractions, all transfers to and from Orlando International. That's a big thing, and we kind of discussed that, uh, and to Universal Orlando uh, and Port Canaveral. Uh, let's see here. Also, I guess it goes into plans here. Uh, rural Caribbean cruise, you can do a three- or four-night uh, plan that is has a Bahamas itinerary, or you can do a seven night western or eastern Caribbean itinerary uh, on their on the freedom ship, and the other one is on the monarch in case you wanted to look those up and see what they are uh, you also get i'm
0: going to throw in here a little bit uh, unlimited access to both parks sure are you there? yeah, I was thinking about it I was thinking, okay, unlimited access does that mean that you have of course you have unlimited access, but does that mean you have a park-to-park ticket, or does that mean you only have a one-park ticket? And it doesn't really say. It just says, with passes good all day for each day of your par- package, you can divide your time any way you wish. I guess that assuming that it's a park-to-park hopping, so which is something that's nice. Um, you want to keep going? Yeah. O- hotel stay is at several of the resorts they have there. Um, the... What's it called? The Double a, Tree is one of them. Yeah. No, which the is the cheaper property, one. That's
1: actually, yeah, and that is actually the nicest of the ones that would be off, off-premises, basically. It's the closest uh, from what I've read and the reviews and stuff that I've read. It's also a pretty nice hotel, uh, even though you can get into there for as little as, like, a night, I think.
0: Yeah, but of course this is a package deal, so when you book it with this, you get a cheaper package because you're booking the cheaper hotel. Right. So you could, if you wanted to, pay the extra money and go to the Hard Rock Hotel, the Lowe's Portofino, and the Lowe's, uh, what's the other one called?
1: That's what I could not remember. Uh,
0: Pacific Royale or Pacific something.
1: Which reminds me of someone, I guess, of the Polynesian. That style, Pacific Royale.
0: Yeah. Um, So anyway, uh, you have that availability. And of course, with that, just booking on property, you already get the stuff they already advertise in it, which is the Universal Express, resort-wide transportation on water taxis, priority seating at Universal restaurants, uh, complimentary package delivery to your hotel room, And yeah, just stuff like that—that's already available when you book on-site with them. Uh, Anyway, the biggest thing out of that
1: really is—is the um, the paid transfers to each place because you will not. Last that I knew, you will not get that with uh, with Disney.
0: Oh, you Uh, won't. You have you can get it.
1: You have to pay for your transfer. I'm
0: sure if okay. We're just gonna say it because we've said it a million times on Disney podcasts. You can get a free transfer when you book a package with Disney from the airport to the resort and back. But if you add in the cruise ship, that's where it's not free the entire time. Right, and that
1: transfer so, will cost you about $70 Yeah. Uh, either way, I believe, per person. So uh, that can add up. So anything that adds up is not good in my book. So I always say you know, try to go as cheap as you can. The reason why uh, we also do these shows on Universal and we're bringing this up is that uh, maybe the Disney cruises don't always give... Uh, A lot of the things such as gambling and stuff that a lot of people are wanting to do. And so this is actually good for that, that you can still go to see uh, a park or the parks, especially, let's face it, Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and be able to hop a cruise and do it all basically in one one swift move.
0: Yeah. Uh, Some of the uh, itineraries that... I don't know, do we want to even mention yeah. that? Yeah, I think could. I think the biggest thing we should mention is the fact that it gives you different itineraries. I think there's like four options on the website, uh, four packages. Uh, you either get, if you want to do, I'm sorry, there's four packages for the seven-day. There's more packages if you choose like an 11-night, 11 11-day 11 package. But anyway, the seven-day is uh, three nights at Universal and then four on board Royal Caribbean, or you can do four at Universal, three in... Royal Caribbean, but the majority of what you're going to get is depending on what pick, what package you pick and where you go. One of the cool things we just found out, Royal Caribbean owns their own private island in the Bahamas called Coco Key, which of course, not to be confused with Castaway Key, which is Disney's private island. So lo and behold, we didn't know that until this show that we right. did the research. So we're
1: learning to right along with everybody else here.
0: Uh, which is in the Bahamas. Uh, so you're going to if you do a cruise to the Bahamas, you'll stop there. Um, but they go to Port Canaveral, of course, and Nassau, Coco Key. And that's just some of the ports you experience on uh, that's one. Um, package 2 is the same, similar thing. I think the difference is if you go to...
1: Yeah, they're just kind of flipping. No, they're just flipping them around, yeah. Yep. So
0: you have to go... So basically, it's the Bahamas for the 7-night package. Right. If you're going to go, want to go somewhere else, you're going to have to pick... Longer. One is Western, apartment.
1: one is Eastern Bahamas. That's really the only difference is mm-hmm. what part of the Bahamas you're going to go into. Yep. Everything else is just flip it three to four or four to three, whatever. If you want to spend more time on the ship, then you want to pick the four nights on ship and three days in the parks, mm-hmm. which I think would work.
0: Oh, yeah. One thing you got to mention uh, if you're going to do this, check online because it actually does tell you what day you're supposed to arrive and all this stuff. So, in other words, if you're planning on coming on a Tuesday and you want to leave by a certain day, you have to realize they are doing this package deal along with the cruise lines, so it's restricted to what they have available. You can go on, get prices, click what kind of a room you want, both on the at the resort and both in your cruise, on your cruise, because of course it's cheaper to be inside the boat with no windows, but more expensive for that. And uh, hit search, and it'll give you prices, and you can check that out. You can also call, um, but if you go to universalorlando.com. Uh, that's where I found you can also contact Roy in the
1: spot yes, that we yes. just played Yeah, uh, with the number and everything take that down or go to our book it page We're not going to probably have information directly on the book it page I would much rather in something like this that you call speak to Roy directly uh, Roy's real enthusiastic to speak to anybody about wherever they want to go So I would say give Roy a call and work out the specifics with him So I think that's it and uh, we're gonna get ready to uh, move on to the next segment. All right, we're back. And uh, so now, as we promised in the beginning, we're going to head into Universal Studios, and we're going to go into the attraction, which is uh, Jimmy Neutron's Nicktoon Blast. A little information on this is the opening date of this was April 11th, 2003. The reason why we're doing the show now, uh, really kind of in a hurried manner, we weren't really going to bring the show up until later, but uh, they are ch- changing this attraction to seasonal only, and that begins as of April 1st, 2011, that's real close, about a week or so away. So anyway, at actually this week, yeah, it the is. week this That's show right. releases, it'll be gone. Okay, so just remember, but you, it's seasonal. I'm yeah, not it saying it is seasonal, so you could still catch it. In so I'd when does it close? So it will close for good as of August eighteenth, two thousand eleven. So basically at the end of the summer, uh, you'll no longer be able to uh, go onto this attraction. Anyway, uh, so let's just take you through the attraction itself. We're going to start in the queue because the queue is a pretty neat place actually, just to be in. Uh, on top of some other things that uh, work really well when it's hot outside so we'll take oh, you yeah. through the queue play a little bit of uh, audio from the queue and then we'll move on into the attraction itself first the queue is large high ceilings it's very open and it's air conditioned which is great when it's hot and yeah. I kind of found that out as does I think everybody for most of the year if you're going into Florida it's hot so if you're there in July first of all Bless you. (laughs) Seriously. Anyway, it's hot. So, anyway, this is a good place to go into. Um, uh, When you're in there, uh, what you're going to see are some video screens uh, that don't just look like you're playing square video screens. They're actually, they look like big TVs uh, all done up in kind of a uh, steampunk way, I guess is the way it would look. If you've ever seen Jimmy Neutron, this is the way everything's done within Jimmy Neutron. So, on those screens, though, you're going to see Jimmy come up. Uh, along with his friends and uh, begin to speak uh, and set up what's going to happen inside the attraction. But he kind of does that in a storyline where he's inventing something to work out a way, as Jimmy always does, to work out a way to take care of whatever nemesis or whatever has come along.
0: Uh, Question for you. Did you have pictures of this? Yes. Okay. So they'll be up on Flickr because I'm trying to visualize. I didn't look at it ahead of time. But isn't there like a rocket within this queue where you can see the rocket? Yeah. It's very colorful. It's just like
1: you would think with the Nicktoons thing. And if you've ever seen Jimmy Neutron, it looks like Jimmy Neutron. Mm -hmm. It just looks like the show itself, so all the colors are done up in that.
0: One thing I want to add is this this little queue area is actually, it's the pre-queue, well not the pre-queue, but it's the waiting in line to get into the ride attraction. So while the ride is going on, you're waiting in line in this queue for it to happen. So if you don't get in this room in time, you're outside in the heat waiting in line. So yep. basically, it's not like you're filing through turnstiles in a queue waiting in this room. This room is actually the the, the next... Staging room. The staging room into the attraction. So right. you have to stand on numbers, and they assign you numbers. And I think the auditorium itself is pretty big. Yeah, it was big. So it's not like you're... If the line is long, you're not going to have to wait forever to get in. But I, I remember when we were there in 2006, and this line was i mean the wait was longer but really? it wasn't as bad as well, at the end of the day it was like a five minute wait so okay. it was which was nice but anyway. okay all right so uh with that
1: we will now uh, let you hear some audio of what goes on in the queue
2: really busy. Along with the Mark IV is my Mark II and the originals. My moving unpredictable, Mark I. And what happened to the Mark III? Don't ask. The Mark IV is a triumphant rocket engineering. It's the fastest, strongest rocket ever built. What's that, you what know? Boss, status report. Internet detected outside the rocket lab chain. Security cam, check the perimeter. Hmm. all seems fine. Please let me know if you see anything. If the one poor
3: was lying in the wrong hands, to of... Maybe it's just falls a one. Probably a bug in the security system that you can Are you kidding? <laughs> so, Jimmy, you're My own wife. We meet again.
2: I hope that this means we pretty- you left this on my ship, Mr. Favkins! You came so all this way to return Carl's beer. Oh, my Neutron! Just wait till you see what
3: we've got planned for you. We made a take. Cool, bro. Oh. Please, can I enslave
2: you? No. Please, please. No, Please, no, no. 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 he's mine. Woo-hoo. Jimmy, Neutron has developed to powerful move armies will use it to and save the earth. We're the only ones who can save the Nicktoons and the planet! Me? Uh, oh no, Jeannie, I don't think that you be... We'll take the Mark 2, and you guys can follow in the Mark 1. But you said the Mark 1 is slightly
3: unpredictable.
2: Well, it's not totally unpredictable. Besides, I'll pilot the Mark 1 by remote control. What could go wrong <laughs> I can fix that. Hey, Come on! Rockets? Well, the last of their make your way quickly. People
3: will see in front of you. Go all the way down. Do not stop in that first row, no second row. We continue moving all the way down. To the last available, please in the last available rocket. Do not stop. Keep going all the way down. Until so you get to the last available rocket in the last... <laughs>
1: okay now that that's over uh we will now take you what's what's going to happen with you at this point is you're going to begin to file into a very large theater and this gives you a good explanation of how they can fill the staging area with so many people only to empty that they all pour into the theater and then they fill up the staging area again so it just works like that all day long as does a lot of attractions Mm -hmm. so that's basically uh uh, how they can move so many people through it at one time.
0: I remember waiting for a while for the f- seats to fill in. So you're kind of like getting into your seat, into the little cars that they have there, and then you're waiting for people. But the, uh, what's her name? The not She's not a cast member because she's not Disney, but uh, they're employees or whatever, she yeah. was like asking all these Nicktoon questions. Of yeah. course, I didn't know any of them. But it was cool to, that she kind of brought up all these Stats and question trivia things that uh, some of the kids were just shouting out, Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that answer. And SpongeBob, SquarePants, all oh, yep. you know, and all these little things. And it was kind of fun because she and made sadly
1: it. enough, I was able to answer most of them. <laughs>
0: well, <that's 'cause laughs>
1: your, four kids, yeah, your
0: family, list, yeah, watches them all the time. But yeah. um, anyway, that while you're waiting at least while you're in your car it was kind of cool to hear that she yeah. was making it fun it wasn't like you're just waiting no and no she you know, gets the kids involved yeah. right off the bat mm-hmm. so
1: as everybody's filing in yeah you're not just sitting there dawdling you know twirling your thumbs waiting uh-huh. okay anyway let's give you a little bit of a description about the do's and don'ts of uh this ride there are no cameras or video cameras allowed in the theater they're of course allowed in but you cannot use them while you're in there uh I do want to say it's a chaotic, kind of loud fast moving attraction, so just be prepared for that. you know what your children are uh, able to handle so um, so just you know keep that in mind, uh, and I'll give a little bit more information on that here in a little bit. Uh, I did think, and I don't know what your thoughts on this were, Adam, but I thought the the ride the attraction was very well maintained everything I couldn't find anything as we went through it that didn't work, yeah. Uh, It didn't seem like there were any glitches, nothing that they kind of let go by the wayside because, you know, at this point, even when we were there, that they were making plans to get ready to replace it. So they knew, I would think at this point, at the point when we were there, that it was probably on its last leg.
0: I think it was efficient because it was just, uh, and maybe we're going to talk about this later, but it's just an auditorium with moving cars that kind of like are attached to something. So you're not actually moving but the screen is moving, and it's making it simulate like you were moving, sort of like the Simpsons, but the screen is not this crazy 3D, funky-looking screen. Right. It's not an IMAX screen. It's just a regular—well, it's a big screen. But anyway, fast-moving, yes, but not—I think the maintenance is because there's not a lot of moving parts in the ride, and it worked well because yeah. the cars seemed to work. The video was great. Everything was high-res the little um effects ar- around everything it sounded. didn't seem old
1: the video didn't no. seem old. nothing yeah. seemed sound wise video wise it seemed like something they could have just put in
0: yeah and very efficient so because of that yeah nothing was there broken down or messed up and yeah it seems like a great great attraction
1: okay so i'll give you i'll read you a little bit of a description here about what it's uh, the ride itself is like it says in this uh in this wild mix of virtual reality and simulator, you join Jimmy Neutron, his buddy Carl, and an assortment of Nickelodeon characters. This was kinda of surprise, including SpongeBob SquarePants, the Wild Thornberries, Rugrats, and the Fairly Odd Parents, who all of whom I'm familiar with. Uh, you help Jimmy save the world after an evil genius steals his rocket and tries to destroy the Earth. Especially enjoyable is the virtual chicken dance uh, that riders are treated to during the show. The ride exits into an interactive area where you can have a meet-and-greet with SpongeBob SquarePants. Do you remember seeing oh, him? Oh, yeah. Was
0: he in there? Yeah. I
1: could, I could not remember. I
0: completely forgot about this area. Okay.
1: But- oh, I, could, I couldn't remember, so <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, it's good that you were here to kind of, yeah, set me straight on that. Other stations allow you to email cards. I do remember this. to friends and try your hand at directing. By adding uh, sound and special effects to a Nick cartoon, you don't need to ride the simulator to experience the interactive area. Just enter through the gift shop. Yes, that is a huge tip, and you know what? You'll find that in a lot of the attractions. Yep. that if you want to see them, you don't always have to go through the attraction itself to this to enjoy certain things in it.
0: Might be a good point to say it's a 40 inch tall ride requirement, so right. you and, can't you know, be.
1: That's there's something that's neat in here too, and in more of a description, because that can throw you off, and I'll let me read through this okay I'm gonna go back into a little bit about the intensity says if you're prone to motion sickness or do not meet the height requirements stationary seats are available in the front and that's gonna be down in front so you can at least go in if you don't want to be kinda hurt and jerked around Uh, if you can deal with that and it's not horrible that's the place to be I think anyway uh, if you choose these seats the stationary your wait time will be considerably less follow the signs to a special cue for the stationary seats any child who meets The height requirements for the ride, but is less than 48 inches, must be accompanied by an adult who can assist the child to enter and exit the ride. That's huge, because you think 40 inches, and you think, okay, I'll send my 15-year-old in with the 40-inch, whatever the age of that child is, and they'll be fine, only to find out, nope, this is not an adult. You're under 48 inches, so you still can't ride the ride. I just wanted to throw that in, because I do not want people... To go through the frustration that comes out of something like that, yeah, and so
0: and forty yeah. inches is pretty tall. I think uh, yeah. our our 40. coworker Greg, his kids are forty-two, and they're like five. His youngest is five years old. So you're thinking four and five years old. That's about maybe the cutoff. Maybe it depends on how tall they are, of course. But you know, you got to figure that if you going to if you want them to go experience SpongeBob, go in the room, right. At the end of the attraction, first, right. and and wait for your family to get through,
1: and hopefully they all still knew who SpongeBob is. He's still around. I think yeah, still yeah. making newer cartoons. So, mm-hmm. okay, I don't think we have anything more to add on this, uh, other than having yep. some audio. Are you ready to go to the audio?
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say it's a fun attraction, and if this you don't get if you don't get an opportunity to check it out this summer, well, I guess it's it's fine. I mean, it's not one of these attractions that are like it's gonna stay around for a long. Obviously, they're closing it, but it's, it's, a, it's a Nicktoons attraction, so it's not like you're you know, Terminator or something that is a long-standing classic in terms of film. But at the same time, it's a great attraction for family and kids. And if you hadn't experienced it and you won't get to, well, hopefully this will least give you an idea. And, and a year from now, maybe we'll be talking about another attraction that's going to be here. Yeah, so.
1: we'll talk about that after the yeah, audio. yeah. We'll throw some rumors in there to you. Okay, well, everybody enjoy the ride, and we'll be back right after this.
3: No, don't want to be my man, Jimmy. This isn't really helping, guys. Come Just
2: give me to see in you as if they don't. Check this out. Wabba, 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 wabba. What? Thanks. Welcome to save the universe. Cut a
3: Congratulations, you guys. Give oh. yourselves a big hand. Give this up, save the universe. Huh. Guys,
2: come up. Please make sure you gather all of your personal belongings. And as to the left, as to the left, guys. Thanks and have a eternal rest of the day at Universal Studios
3: Orlando.
2: Bye, guys.
1: Great ride. Great ride. I would do that again, actually, if I was back there. It was much more than what I expected.
0: I let's, think if, if the wait line is not too long, I would do yeah. it again. But
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. If it's long, I uh, I'm not going to wait 45 minutes to get into right. it. Right. Okay, let's hit the rumor thing here for just a second. The rumor is right now that they're going to put a Despicable Me attraction into there. Uh, there's nothing really out there as to what that attraction would be. Yeah. My first thought was when I heard this is they're really moving away from the cartoon side. Of what makes Nickelodeon Nickelodeon and and head more into the movie side and if you think about it you have Spider-Man which is a movie Hulk which is a movie uh, the only other thing that well Men in Black you have a lot of attractions all over these parks most of them have to do with movies yeah um, and the only thing I could think about that would be somewhat and there's been a movie about it would be The Simpsons mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's a couple things maybe I'm forgetting. Well- I think... Ripsaw Falls, whatever that was. I think that was a cartoon. Dudley
0: Doe rides Ripsaw Falls. It's a cartoon. So they're still in Popeye. Popeye and, uh, you know, that ride. It's still a little little bit like crossing over, but I think they're getting the idea that they want to use movies more often. The Curious George play area for the kids is not necessarily a movie, but, uh, you know, Curious George, everyone knows the books. I, oh, I think everyone knows the books. They're pretty popular. But anyway, we're going to cover that in another show. So that's one area that I think still should need to exist as Curious yeah. George, because well, I guess they could retheme it. But the way it's built is awesome. Um, but I guess yeah. I mean, this attraction, if it's a Despicable Me attraction, I'm sure it'll attract attention. But uh, I don't, I don't know. Unless they come out with another Despicable Me movie in the future, maybe yeah, this. Help. Yeah, it could get old and then, you know, then they're back in the same boat they are. But
1: are they playing
0: the uh Disney
1: card on that Little Mermaid? How old? We're still making Little Mermaid True. attractions.
0: But I don't know, Disney's got different thoughts than Universal usually yeah. and so Universal's different with well, let's just try to do this and try and obviously they're competing against each other so they might copy for reasons of selling, but anyway, I I don't know. It's uh there's no other rumors that I can think right. of, right that's and rumors just, are rumors and yeah, exactly. we don't usually try to cover them because right. it's the you're going to change and we'll just wait till an official word and then right. we'll talk about it so
1: okay well uh, okay that wraps up that part uh and so we'll be back and wrap up the rest of the show and uh, we'll see you here in a minute hey everybody we need for you to contact us that's real easy just drop what you're doing right now And email us at podcast at these amazing places. See you later. Hope to hear from you soon. And we're back. (laughs) Just like that. Just like that. Amazing, great. I'll tell you. No time for you. you. Never know. It could have been a week for us. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Could be a few seconds. Could have been a week. Could have been a month. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, so we're back and we're gonna just kind of wrap up the show. And uh, we want to just first let everybody know how much we appreciate you taking the time to kind of listen to what we do every week. And uh, I know it's, uh, everybody's lives are busy, and so the fact that you take the time to listen to what we do means a lot to us.
0: Yeah, definitely. And thanks so much for sticking with us. Uh, If you are not a Disney fan, don't worry. We will be covering a lot more Universal. Actually, uh, we were just talking here soon. We'll probably hit uh, New York City, Washington, D.C. again, because we have many audio clips and shows and pictures and videos from that stuff, as well as I went to Boston in the fall, last fall, and there are several things I want to say about that. I think it would be important for you guys to learn if you've ever been to Boston or want to go or whatever and uh, including well we, we've covered martha's vineyard so you kind of heard that but anyway there's, some no, there's things still about.
1: a lot i've seen the pictures i've seen the videos
0: the rich history of the united states just boston stemmed a lot of it you know and if you if you live in the united states like i think most of our listeners do it's just interesting to go check it out and uh, hear about some of the things in boston that have to do with our history All so right. with so that
1: said yeah that marks the end of uh, yet another show so we will uh, sign off for now and catch up with you guys again next week. Thanks for listening.
3: Thanks. I like to travel. I like to drive. I like the music all time. Show me every time. Show me some fun. Show me a podcast right on.
0: This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. All rights reserved.